Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 446. You're going to learn a lot today, but three things in particular. One is why actually using LinkedIn automation may be safer than you or your team doing at manual. Yes, that's right. The second is benchmarks for acceptance and reply rates. So not just what they are, but most importantly, how to improve them. And the third one is, did you know that LinkedIn, you could be getting four to five better acceptance and reply rates than what you do from email. So once again, how to do that. If you're a first-time listener and you love what you hear, please subscribe. Who's it for? It's for cloud consultants. So hopefully you're one of them. And it's for consultants that then go and deploy a major SaaS platform and uh, could be any of those. And also if you're a regular, why don't you let me know that? Okay, because you know it's a bit lonely here. You don't know often who's listening, so just email me at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com. That would be great. So we'll get a summary in the app that you're listening to. The full transcript will be available at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. And before we go into the interview with Giam, I'd like to thank our sponsors. The first is the Cloud Consultants Collective. It's a free community where we collaborate and help each other to run our businesses better. You can go to cloudconsultantscollective.com and the other is SendSpark. So it's great that Guillaume will show us today how to get acceptance and, and reply rates up. But you know, if you want to actually add you, who's the most valuable asset in the business, you can do this through a platform called SendSpark. And uh, you can get uh, six months free by going to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash SendSpark. So our guest today is Guillaume, as I've mentioned. He's the C co-founder and COO of Wallaxy. It's a LinkedIn sales automation platform, and it really focuses on ease and customer support, which you'll hear today, but it's a great platform. And they've gone from zero to 6 million in annual revenue within the last three years, and they're bootstrapped and they're continuing to grow. And I really love their approach, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of that. So what I'll now do is hand you over to Guillaume from Wallaxy.co. So great to have you, Giam. It's uh, we we've spoken a bit. I love what you're going to talk about today, as I said in the uh, introduction. But uh, why don't we just kick off with who you love to work with? Who are your ideal clients? Um, yeah, hey Paul, thanks for for having me. Um, and um, yeah, so we have a, a really wide range of clients because Wallaxy basically allows people to contact other people, and so you might need to contact people for many reasons. Um, and so we do have uh, salespeople, we have uh, business uh, people, consultants, uh, lawyer, accountants, even students. Um, so yeah, we have a quite a wide range of clients. Right, and I'm assuming uh, they're all B2B? Um, no, again, so it's um, it's a bit particular, but so we... Um, we consider ourselves as a B2B company, yes. um, but sort of um, we, we call ourselves prosumer um, because those people are basically B2Bs, but they um, sort of consume like B2C people. Um, and um, 
because usually they buy a, li- a license for their LinkedIn profile. So in a way, it's a them. Yes. Um, and even though it's for B2B, we also have people using it for their own purpose. For example, if they want to uh, find a job. So it's mainly B2B, but with a touch of B2C as well, I would say. Okay, great. Well, look, all I say to to my cloud consultants that there's really four ways of of getting quality leads these days. There's your referrals, uh, which normally come from your network. There's your referrals from your SaaS partner. So if you're a Salesforce, Microsoft, HubSpot, Zoho, whatever, uh, some platforms send more than others. Then there's LinkedIn outbound. Uh, which or outbound, but predominantly, you know, source through LinkedIn. And then the last one is strategic partners, which you normally find on LinkedIn, right? So the common theme for for them is is LinkedIn. And I think that's where you can really step change, right? Because if you know, if you you've you've got the first two, normally that's where you get started, right? And you get most of your revenue from there. And then where you really leap change is doing the LinkedIn. And that's why I wanted to get you on because I know Wallaxy is a great platform to help with that LinkedIn. LinkedIn piece. Now, you know, you, I know you're a product led company, but you see lots and lots of your users uh, doing things on LinkedIn. You know, I'd love to just kick off with, you know, what, what are you seeing at the moment? What's working and not working on, you know, getting people to uh, connect and reply on, on LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a great question. And um, um, it's uh, easy to answer. So there's basically, two ways you can improve your performance on, on LinkedIn. So either your acceptance rate or your replies rate. Yeah. The first is your ability to craft a proper message, uh, a message that will resonate with your audience, with your ideal target. And the other one, and I think um, the one that is the most important is your ability to find the proper prospects to 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 identify and find the person that will be interested in your product or your service, and I think this aspect is even more important than having a a, a perfect message, a perfect uh, copy. Because if you have a perfect copy, but you send this copy to a person that has nothing to do with with your product or service, you know you'll have uh, zero results. Um, but it, and if you have a, a, a poor copy, but your target is really the, the ideal target and that the person is uh, really your typical user, your, your typical prospects, typical clients, then you'll have some results. So I, I think these are the uh, two comp- components. Yeah, I think that that's brilliant. And look, you know, I, I work with a lot of people on there on um LinkedIn strategy and the first thing we do is really identify who is that ideal client and make sure that you know their profile is only speaking to them you know uh, you know I I spent a lot of time at Coca-Cola 18 years and you know for us we had two things we had who our bullseye market was so who do we actually run our commercials to who do we anything that was marketing driven who did we have and then there's other people that still consumed our product right and i think it's the same here um and you know you you probably experienced this some people think well but but i've got clients already that aren't that ideal client what what happens to that income am i going to lose income so there's a bit of a fear of well, if I go too specific, then I'm going to lose other revenue. You know, have you have you seen that in in some of your clients? And uh, if you have, like, how 
yet. How have you seen that play out? Not really because – so we're based on, on LinkedIn and um, on LinkedIn, like LinkedIn is basically a, a an open database for B2B, B2B leads and a pretty uh, – pretty big one because you have uh, almost half a billion users on the platform yes. that will add and update their personal information. So where they live, in what industry they work, um, for how many years, etc. So all those information will allow you to identify and, and target them. And um, unless, I mean, the, the way we see it is unless you're selling rockets, um and um yeah unless you're you're selling a, a really uh, specific product a very niche product um you most likely have an infinite number of prospects to con- to contact on linkedin so you don't really lose revenue by um you know um trying other prospects or or other targets yeah okay and, and look i think you know it's i suppose in a way you know you selling services, you might need you know twenty clients a year, right? So if you're listening to Guillaume and you're thinking, you know, I'm not selling rockets, but I'm selling something very specific, right, to a very specific audience. So I think that's where, you know, for me, I'd recommend you the tighter you are, and if you choose a vertical solution and your profile is a vertical solution, I think that's going to definitely help with um, that targeting and that replies. So what are some of the other things? If you just quickly go back to acceptances, right? Um, you know, some people uh, talk about, well, you don't need to send any message at all. Yes, you know, because your profile's so tight, you just send it, it's going to be fine. Other people say, no, there's a formula to, to sending it. And some people say there's no formula, just be natural, right? There's sort of three buckets that I've heard. You know, which ones, which bucket do you see working better uh, with your clients? Yeah. Um, the, the truth is, if your goal is really to absolutely optimize your acceptance rates, regardless of any further objective, um, you might be uh, better off by uh, switching your profile to a female one if you're a, a male and uh you know, um, uh, so we, we've seen from, from our statistics, we've seen that um, female tend to have higher acceptance rates than male. Um, and obviously, if you're a, a founder, C-level, um, you also have higher acceptance rates. The question is, why do you want to optimize your acceptance rates? Do you simply want to grow your network? But in a way that uh, makes sense you know if you if you just um send hundreds of invites per day um everywhere basically with no real interest in, in who you're targeting um it's um, to me it's pointless yes. so so you know it it really depends on what you want to do after the the um the invites usually you want to send them a message to you know offer your service or um or just to have a chat maybe but you want to send them a message afterwards um and so what we've seen is from the, the uh, statistical study um is that invites without notes perform better it's not like 10 times better it's like 10 percent better so you know 10% is not like a 30% versus 40%. It's more It's more like a 30% versus 33% uh, 
Um, so this is the kind of uh, difference you see uh, with huge numbers of invites uh, sent. And again, as these, these um, come from a huge number of invites sent, um, you might also have better results using a, a notes um, because you know each case is different. But on aggregate, it's better to send a notes without uh, an invite without a note. Sorry, if you want to optimize the acceptance rate. Right, and and you know what is a good acceptance rate? I know it's a bit like a piece of string, right? But is it you know like is there an industry standard say you know forty percent? It's a good acceptance rate. You know, like, like have you got any benchmarking that uh, you use? Yeah, so we don't have a, a specific benchmark per industry, though it would be interest, interesting to um, to have this data. We consider a, a, a good acceptance rate when you're above thirty percent. So anything between 30% um, to 35% is good. Um, above 35 to 40% is is great. Yes. And then above 50% is like a, it's like a excellent. Yeah, 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 great. And what about replies? We'll talk more detail about replies, but what's the rates you sort of see on replies? Yeah, so um, replies can vary a lot. Um, and again, it depends obviously on what you want to achieve. Um, we've uh, recently conducted a, a small game in, in at Wallaxi with, with all the employees were we were in team and the only goal was to maximize the uh, reply rate. Um, and so personally, I managed to have a, a 90% reply rate, but wow. without context, you know, it's it, no, but because I was targeting people that were looking for a job and I was offering them some jobs with a fake profile. So, you know, yeah, it's right. easy to yes. have excellent um, uh, reply rates in that situation. If you're selling something, obviously it's harder, but again, it depends on who you're targeting and, and if you're um, offering demos or if you're selling a product, but you're only redirecting people to a website, for example. Um, but what I can say is, You'll have four to five times more uh, replies on LinkedIn than on email. At least that's uh, what we we've seen so far. Um, because usually th those uh, two ways of, of contacting people are compared. Um, and uh, and yeah, you 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 might expect a ten to twenty percent reply rate on a standard classical outreach campaign. Um, so that that counts all the people that. Have accepted you so if you send 100 invites you have a 50 percent accepting your invites uh, you'll have between five and, and ten people that will reply yeah great great and look they're the sort of the numbers like you know, typically we're sort of like 40 and 25 they're sort of the numbers that we're getting at the moment um being very targeted like you said on really understanding who our ideal client is and i think that certainly helps to get your numbers up and you know we believe that yes you can send 100 a day but what we look at doing is you know the quality really doing the research and making sure that this person is a really good fit for you so therefore your numbers are higher rather than just sending 100 randomly a, a, a day now um you know if you look at your um platform and and for those that are you know out walking etc it's called Wallaxy. so i'll just spell that it's w a a l a x y dot co right so um so that's uh, and we'll have all the links to the to it uh, in the show notes. But you no, know, so why would I move from manually doing it 
to uh, using a tool like yours, which is a way of automating some of the basic, you know, the 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 the, uh, the actions that I'm doing manually or getting one of my teams to do manually. Yeah, so the first obvious answer is uh, saving your time um, because even though everything whilst it does, you could theoretically do it manually. It would take you basically uh, uh, your entire day to do this and it won't really uh, be reliable because uh, LinkedIn is not meant to... Um, send automated messages and, and automated follow-ups, I would say, because, you know, sending automated messages to people is not that complicated. You can copy-paste um, some messages, but having a system where you automatically send a message two days after a person has accepted your invite, and then if the person does not answer after two days, you then send a follow-up. This, you could theoretically automate it, uh, do it uh, manually, sorry. But, you know, it's virtually, you know, it's almost impossible to do. So um, I would say first, save your time and, um, and you know, give you access to uh, some statistics as well. Uh, the ability to track your results, you know, way more efficiently. Yeah, brilliant. And I know that, you know, the, the elephant in the room is that my account could get banned or could get suspended and there's so many stories out there. You know, what 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 are you guys seeing, right? Obviously, if that was the case you wouldn't be in business right so yeah it's not it's not as bad as everyone says so tell yeah. us a little bit about that exactly um to be fully transparent we do have some users and some clients that sometimes get banned but as you can imagine it's a only a, a tiny fraction of of those otherwise we wouldn't be there and and growing yes. so fast um and so what we've seen is if you don't want to risk your accounts on LinkedIn, don't do anything. And and yes. when I do, when, when I say don't do anything, it's don't do anything with automated tool, but don't do anything manually either. Because what we've seen is uh, people getting banned from LinkedIn only performing, um, you know, um, visiting profiles directly on the platform or sending messages directly on the platform. And um, and what we do at Wallaxy is only replicating a human behavior. Yes. Uh, we obviously have um, actions quotas in place to make sure you don't exceed a certain volume of requests per day. Um, and um, and yeah, I think I think that um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you you can uh, you can see your account banned uh, doing manual uh, things on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, it nothing, can happen. Yeah. And in a way, it's nearly the reverse, which is what you said. I really like that, that you guys keep on top of the algorithm, right? No one's ever going to know it perfectly, but you generally know what the limits are. And you're doing that research a lot more than me as a user, just doing it manually, right? So I think sometimes it's safer to use an automation platform, which people go, hang on, that's, that's not right. I'm like, it is because you guys know the limits, right? And you're doing it within the right time frames, et cetera. And if you get a, a virtual assistant and it doesn't matter where they are in the world, right, and they're not properly trained and all of a sudden they do something, A, it's illegal to have a virtual assistant on the platform. It's outside the terms and conditions anyway, but let's, you know, that's another whole uh, thing. But it, they are probably got a higher risk than what some of the automation platforms are so um you know i think if you're sitting here listening to Guillaume and, and myself and thinking oh i've heard so many bad stories well a they're not as big and 
the platforms like this wouldn't exist and b you could have a risk more with some a human that doesn't it's not smart enough to know what the uh, the algorithms are and uh, and and why your platform versus others right there's a lot of them out there um you know they're all they're all good in their own way what's unique about your platform why would someone choose Wallaxy over another one if they hear that oh okay that makes sense i can actually automate without with a very low risk why would i use yours we focused on customer experience and how easy it is to use the tool and um because we we figured so yeah as you as you mentioned there are a loads um a lot of other tool on the market um and we don't really compete on features because every tool now basically does and have the same feature yeah. um but we do focus on yeah your how is it is it to use the tool and launch your first campaign? Um, and as we are a fully product-led growth bootstrap company, we don't have any salespeople to provide demos. Everything go through the chat support. Um, you must have a, a product that is super easy to use. Otherwise, you know, you, you just uh, lose your prospects. Um, because we've, uh, when we launched the product, we felt that there were a gap in... Um, there were a lot of products, um, but lots of people were, were being underserved. Um, you know, salespeople are usually tech savvy. They know how to use automation tools. Business people, yeah, as well, um, SDR. Uh, but there were a, a fraction of, and, and quite a big fraction of, of the people that were not served um, because it was uh, all, all the other tool, tools were complicated to use. Um, and so our uh, Unix proposition is really around the simplicity. Yeah, I really like that. And it is the 80 20 rule, right? Like, because I've got someone that's dedicated, does all of mine. Um, JC, big shout out to you. You do a wonderful job. But, you know, I want to make life easy for JC, right? And some of the, we, we test all the tools. So we want to make sure that when our clients, um, ask, we have at least used it and recommend it, right? And and then know what's good and what's bad about it, right? But some of them are just, yeah, overkill. And and some of them are built for agencies. They're not built for end users, right? So just be careful on some of those that, yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's just completely overscoped. And that's what I like about yours. And the other thing, which, you know, your product-led company, like you said, your product's got to be good, but also your support. When I went to G2, uh, source uh, uh, G2 G2 Crowd, sorry, which is a great way to to assess different platforms. You know, you clearly won in the customer service um, versus some of the the others. What well, what are you doing specifically in customer service that uh, you'd like to tell us about? Yeah, so as we have no sales, we had to offer um, an excellent and uh, above market customer experience and customer service being one aspect of the whole customer journey and, and customer experience. So we have a chat support um, on which you can contact us, not 24 seven because we're French based and uh, for now, uh, so we only serve from, um, so 8 a.m. to um, 7 p.m. Uh, Paris time. Yeah. Um, and that's something we want to work on, by the way, by extending the uh, 
uh, hours. And um, and you basically can expect a replies in less than five minutes if you if you contact us during that period. Um, and at Galaxy, the, the customer support is really trained to know the product perfectly, but also the best practices of uh, sales prospecting. So if you want to uh, reach out to have tips and advice on how to launch your campaign, but not only technically, but also, you know, who might be my uh, ideal uh, client and um, giving and, and asking for advice about their copy, for example, we are able to provide them with some some advice on that on that and then we um so we use a a, a tool called uh, intercom so our chart support is uh, uh hosted by intercom and on intercom you have those saved replies which allow you to be super efficient in the way you answer your customers because you know usually it's kind of the same question coming again and again and um with that feature, you can really easily access the uh, the uh, templates, um, and you have a complete answer that is sent in like uh, one second and a half. And um, it allows us to serve lots of people uh, really efficiently, rapidly, without the need to have like uh, twenty people on, on the customer support. So it's uh, really efficient. Yeah, I think that's really smart, right? And I think you know, that's why I wanted to get you on here because two key reasons. One is that, like you said, you do the things that are essential really well. So it's not a difficult, it's an easy platform to use and it's just automating what you do human-wise. So you know, you can take your VA to go and do other things rather than doing you know, this stuff manually, which is really smart. And then the, the other one is that customer service and actually being able to ask around campaigns. You know, I don't know anyone else that does that. So they're two key standouts. And uh, just to remind you, um, you talk or you're listening, I should say, to to Giam, and it's from Wallaxy, which is W-A-L-A-X-Y.co. So that um, we'll have all the links in the, in the show notes. So, um, you know, as far as you know, people we've talked about acceptances and and replies and sending connection requests. You know, what if you had to pick three other things, activities that you should be doing on LinkedIn? What are they? You know, it might be around you know birthdays or events or something. Like, tell us what are some you know some other things that we should be doing rather than just uh, sending out um, connection requests and replies. Yeah, definitely commenting on people posts, um, not random posts, but posts that are relevant to you, uh, relevant to your industry and, and to what you are, basically. Um, we usually underestimate the impact of top comments on um, really popular posts. Yeah. So obviously another great way to do this um, is to post yourself, um, to post things about you know your area of expertise, and to try to build a, an audience, yeah. but it's sometimes easier um, in terms of uh, how your profile will be viewed. To it's sometimes easier to post comments on on top posts rather than trying to have a a, a viral post, for example. Um, so yeah, I think um, in terms of uh, how you can use LinkedIn, posting regular comments and and uh, 
and also posting about your expertise is really interesting. Yeah, great. And is there anything else like from an automation point of view that that your tool does that you know, a lot of people don't do before they come across Wallaxy? No, not really. I mean, we don't compete on feature. Um, I think if what you want to do is like um, su- a super complicated automation with like uh, tons of variables, Wallaxy is not really the tool for you. Um, so we obviously have the uh, first name, last name, and company name variables, yep. but we're not really convinced that um, your results will get better by adding more variables. And you know, uh, you mentioned the birthday thing. Um, you know, people are not fooled anymore, and and when yeah. you uh, automatically send them a, a birthday. Um, um wishing their birthday you know it's not natural they know it's automated especially if you're not really close so you know we we didn't really uh bet on this um yeah great and it sounds like you're using a lot of the user data to know what's working and what's not working as well right which is it's great it's you're optimizing for your own tool which makes sense whereas you know if you're sitting there just as a uh, manually doing it you don't have that that comparison you know you're um yeah it's uh it's really smart well look um you know once again you know the, the products are wellexy um it's it's you know perfect if you want to get uh you know want to get better results and spend less time on linkedin you know that's the the key thing and it's w xy.co and uh, once again we'll have the links in here so um we'll just go now into the deep dive i'm oh, sorry deep dive the opposite shallow quick fast fast question and uh, we're going to be even faster today because i know that you're a product-led company so you're not doing a lot of sales so we'll just focus on two questions so the first one is you know what's a wish that uh, us as listeners could grant you to help you scale your company faster what 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 do you need what do you want right now um, you need focus, and um, initially, when we started the company, we so we click, quickly released our first version, which is uh, great, and and which is what you, know, you want to do. You want to build a product and and um, show it to potential prospects and clients as soon as possible to to get feedbacks. Um, from there, we after a, a few months, we totally unfocused ourselves because we had. Uh, lots of ideas so we've built yeah. two other products in the same at the same time so you should really um strive for a focus yep okay great and uh the last one is you know from running the company what do you know now that you wish you had have known a little earlier than you you know um yes yeah, so there are obviously many things um but right now i think of um iterating your pricing um, and how easy it is to do, um, and the the uh, impact it can it can have. Um, you know, when you're a young entrepreneur, you think uh, iterating on your pricing is uh, super hard. You know, you can't double your pricing. You can't um, halve it. Um, the truth is, you can, and you can iterate your pricing. You can iterate iterate around uh, what the top tier plan offers what the lowest plan offer um, and we've iterated a lot in the, uh, the last few months and um, we've seen great results uh, even though we were afraid to do this before we 
we tried. Yeah, and I think that's a message for you listening uh, on your own products, right? You don't need to have a, a great LinkedIn automation tool to to do the same thing that most of us under underprice, undervalue. And I think it's a great opportunity to do those iterations yourself. So, um, look, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the, the podcast. And I know that you've got a great offer for you listening now. So you can uh, go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash Wallaxy, and that will be in the show notes and you'll be able to get two months free to uh, you know, see the benefits of effectively getting better results, but with less time. So uh, that's great. And also you can check out Guillaume on his uh, profile. And it's uh, just in case um, the spelling is G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E. It's, uh, it's a fantastic French name and uh, lucky that I play golf with a Guillaume. So I Sort of got used to saying it. When I first looked at it, I thought, oh, my God, how do I pronounce this? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, beautiful name. And, uh, yeah, thanks, you guys, for, you know, really saving people time and making it it's simple. And uh, as I said, out of those four pillars, you've got to be doing uh, outreach these days to take advantage of those, you know, how many millions of people that are on uh, LinkedIn that uh, you can't find anywhere else. So, Guillaume, uh, thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Paul. It was a pleasure. That was a great interview, wasn't it, with uh, Guillaume? And I really liked a couple of, well, liked a lot of what he said, but a couple of things in particular, the no custom message. So we're going to test that. And I think you should be testing it as well. And the other is around, you know, those top posts in your industry and, and be first to comment and add value so you'll be seen by others. I think that's a great idea as well. And um, I don't think you can pin uh, a comment in someone else's post, but you know, let's test that as well. Uh, so why don't you share what you learned from this interview with Giam, right? His LinkedIn details are going to be in the show notes and uh, he'd love that. Also, you'll get the full transcription as well by going to paulhigginsmentoring.com. And why not share it with your peers? Because you know that they're probably struggling with LinkedIn outreach. This is a great tool, automation tool, and something that they would love and think you're a rock star for sharing it with them. So please do that. Check out our solo shows. And also, if you're trying to scale your cloud consulting business and thinking, have I got all the pieces of the jigsaw in the right order, uh, go and check out my blueprint, which uh, is a great ebook where I go through what I think is really needed to to grow a business go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash blueprint and as always the last thing is please take action to accelerate your sales i'm fired up after today's episode what about you but hey before you go learning is just one piece of the puzzle now it's time to put today's strategy into action head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.